0: Hello to everybody listening at home. You are listening to The Ordinary Church Podcast. I'm Connor. I'm here with Pastor Mike. morning, Mike. Good morning, Connor. Good to be with you today. Mike, I'm going to actually turn it over to you. Would you lead us in with the topic of our conversation today?
1: Yes, our, our topic today is why progressive is oppressive. Progressive what? Progressive Christianity. I want to be very careful because it's an oxymoron. Yeah, so called. It's, it's really regime. regressive. It's oppressive. It's It's basically... As J. Gresham Machen put it, it it's liberalism. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you know J. Gresham Machen wrote in uh, 1923 uh, the book Christianity and Liberalism, and really you can put that side by side with progressive Christianity today because it's just liberalism with a, it's a new coat. It's got a new coat on. Yeah, it's a deception with a new with a new jacket. Yeah. So we're going to talk about why progressive is oppressive and how. You know we should not be submerging the church with lies that lie heavy on people's souls, but that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, yeah.
0: Could you, um, could you maybe start us off by just addressing why this is such a crucial thing to talk about? Yeah, we were just talking, listeners, and we're going to be the church is going to be doing some teaching about this coming up. This is going to be the subject of some of what we're thinking about in the next months. But Mike, could you just tell everybody why is this such a pressure point right now? In the church, this mm-hmm. this reality of the progressive Christianity that's
1: mm-hmm. making a lot of inroads. Yeah, it's a good way to put it, Connor, pr- a pressure point. The reason why it's so crucial is because it's about life and death. It is literally about eternal life or eternal death. It is about deception. It is about whether someone's a Christian or not. Uh, there are many people, some, some good friends of mine, who have left the faith because they have believed the deception and the lies of progressive Christianity. And here's how it works. I don't know if you remember that that cartoon or the Disney cartoon, The Jungle Book. Yep. And there was Mowgli Love and it. that. Love it. What was the snake's name? Mm. Shai Khan. Ka. It was Ka. <laughs> Ka. And he basically lured Mowgli to sleep. Okay. Mm. It's kind of a picture, kind of yeah. a biblical picture. If you Think about yeah. it. The sat- uh, Satan, the serpent, luring the unsuspecting to sleep. Yes. Here's the problem. When you start, and if, you, if any of you have watched American Gospel 2, you, you would see this in there. Um, I'm planning to watch it. But the idea of you hear something and it goes, well, that sounds good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds right. And it's, a, it's just a twist. Just a, twi- slight twist yeah, a slight twist. A slight twist on the truth. And then it becomes mm-hmm. a bigger twist on the truth. The next thing you know, you're on a different hemisphere yeah. of truth. You're on the opposite side of the coin. So this is very deceptive. A lot of Christians have bought it. Look, line and sinker because they didn't know the word or because they they thought well that sounds compassionate but actually it's really misguided and what they do is they attack the sovereignty of God they attack the authority of scripture they attack the lordship of Christ they attack the goodness of God hmm. they they twist the idea of justice so it's, it's all the things that are you know the big the big topics right now yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, maybe to just double down on that, some people might be wondering, what is like, what is progressive Christianity? I've never really, I've never really thought too much about this. And you know those neighborhood watch signs that say, "Hey, report suspicious characters." Mm-hmm. Who is this suspicious character of progressive Christianity that we need to <laughs> to look out for? Well, Can don't you give read the
1: character sketch. Well, I'm going to give you a name. Don't <laughs> read anything by Peter Enns. Okay. Okay. Uh, that guy is so misguided and so deceptive and. It's probably doing more damage to the body of Christ and to the cause of the gospel than anyone I can think of right now. I'm sure there's plenty of other people. Um, the here's the here's the uh, the portrait. You know the kind of the rundown of what this person is like. And and by the way, you know when when Machen was writing about liberal Christianity and this, is, he was talking about what was springing up in the early 1900s mm-hmm. and where you had to you had to really stay firm. And this is how you have to be today. You have to stay firm on the authority of Scripture, on scriptural doctrine, on um, orthodoxy, on on the doctrine of God, yep. the doctrine of God rooted in creation. Mm-hmm. Okay, the doctrine of man, the doctrine of the Bible, the doctrine of Christ, mm-hmm. salvation, the Church. Literally, what. Progressive Christianity does is recasts it all and says we've been reading the Bible the wrong way for thousands of years. They've been reading into it. They'll they'll say they'll charge the gospel writers with error and say that they were reading into the Old Testament narratives their own ideas. Hmm. So they really do cut at the root of the the inspiration of Scripture. Hmm. Inerrancy is anathema to them. Hmm. They don't believe in inerrancy. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so and by the way, these are going to be books that are sold by quote unquote Christian groups okay yeah so stay away from Peter ends stay away from a lot of the people that are basically saying you can't really trust the Bible as it stands and, and as it's written and here listen to my it's new Gnosticism listen to my take yeah, on it yeah. and and they're they're charging eisegesis on solid exegesis yeah. and they won't listen to anybody and yeah. and they sound really uh Compassionate and humble, hmm. and and this is what gets deceptive to people. It sounds good.
0: Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I have uh, noticed is that almost none of them come right out. I mean, they do come out and attack the Bible, but the usual narrative is we've been, like you said, we've been reading the Bible wrong, and this is how the Bible's actually designed mm-hmm. to be read, how they yeah. wanted us to read it. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a recasting of things as if they're coming back to the truth at the beginning. Right. And it's just not true.
1: It's no, what they're true. doing, they're preying upon uh, the unsuspecting. They're preying upon sincere people who are, who, are, who feel deeply. And it's, what they do is they sentimentalize mm. the faith And then they water it down till the next thing you know, you have nothing left. In fact, there's a lot of people that have latched on to uh, progressive Christianity and fundamentalism is a bad word for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what happens is they say, well, I can't have any certainty in life. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a book out called Another Gospel. And the tagline is a lifelong Christian seeks truth in response to progressive Christianity. It was put out by Tyndale by Alyssa Childers. And it's a book I would recommend people reading. And it's not a theological treatise like Machen would give Mm -hmm. or like, let's say, that Kruger would give when he his book, The Ten Commandments of the Progressive Christian Movement. Mm -hmm. This is more of a, this is my story, how here's a gal who never thought she would question her Christian faith. She'd been raised in a Christian home. Uh, Her mom and dad feed the hungry and clothe the homeless and love the outcast. She dedicated her life to serving the Lord. And then she, she meets a progressive, quote unquote, progressive pastor mm. who calls himself a hopeful hopeful agnostic. Mm. And what this book, Amer- Another Gospel, is about is how over several years she starts wrestling with questions that just literally um, hit the core of her Christian faith, rocked her, rocked her world, and how she came out of it mm. and how you can counter the ideas of, of progressive Christianity. And li- literally, it comes down to authority. Who are you going to believe? Your own heart or someone else's mind mm-hmm. or God? Mm-hmm. Are you going to believe that God is good or not? Um, if, for example, progressive Christianity would say that the cross is cosmic child abuse. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what the liberals said way back in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. That's what people were saying in the first century that didn't believe the gospel. So, it's a different kind of Christianity but it's not Christianity it's another gospel and, and yeah. you know what Galatians one says about that I do let, yeah. let anyone let who, them be accursed let them be accursed and so um, let me read scripture we need to be washed with scripture here but second Timothy 4 Paul says to Timothy I charge you in the presence of God who is sober and of Christ Jesus who is to judge the living and the dead it's as sober as you can get oh he's going to judge and by his appearing he is returning. And his kingdom, he is Lord over all, he is sovereign. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. And then he says, reprove, what do you reprove? You reprove error. Mm -hmm. Rebuke, What what do you rebuke? Sin. And exhort, what do you exhort? You exhort to a certain direction. Here, go this way, not that way. With complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, healthy teaching but have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. They will turn away from listening to the truth wander off into myths. And as for you, be sober-minded, stay anchored, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. I'm telling you, Connor, and listeners, this is what is going on right now. And people are saying, I mean, and again, it's not just one age group. There's a lot of young people being sucked into progressive Christianity. As I was preaching on Sunday under the Tent at Grace, I'm looking around and so, all three of the services, I saw people that I knew are struggling with progressive Christianity, hmm. young and old alike. Hmm. There are people older than us that are saying, this is what I've been looking for my whole life. Hmm. And wh- what it is when you boil it down is you get to do whatever you want. Yeah. You get to feel good.
0: Yeah. One of the things I wanted to ask you is why, uh, why is progressive Christianity attractive to people? What is it that makes people want to leave, leave historical, you know, biblical Christianity and jump ship into progressive Christianity? I'm sure there's many okay. answers. Well, but I'm going
1: there. to say something right now that's going to probably shock everybody. I'm going to okay. say it's a moral thing, and people get to be immoral hmm. with with progressive Christianity. Now, people will be like, oh, "That's not fair! You're judging me." Blah 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 blah. Let me let me explain. Okay. I don't think that anyone ever rejects the Bible or rejects the gospel, or rejects Jesus on intellectual basis. Mm-hmm. Now, other people are screaming right now, going, no, oh, it's not fair, you're being so wrong. Okay, I do not believe, let me repeat, I do not believe that anyone ever rejects the Bible, the gospel, or Jesus on intellectual grounds. Mm-hmm. That is a smokescreen. It is always a moral issue. You want something, and this view will let you have it. You're doing something, and this view lets you keep doing it. God grants repentance, okay? Mm-hmm. God wants us to turn from sin and turn to Christ over and over and over again. That's this is the life of a Christian. That's how Luther put it. Repentance is a Christian life. I um, firmly believe with all my heart that it is a moral question, and people reject, you know, your gateway drug might be something else. Mm-hmm. You entrance in it, it might be, it feels good. I'm mm-hmm. um, a compassionate person, and that sounds compassionate. And that other mm-hmm. person doesn't. Um, and again, you might think I'm not being compassionate. Let me just say, my heart is heavy, listeners. I have been weeping over this. I was at my house the other day, weeping over it because of friends I'm talking to that are getting sucked into this. And some are notable, and some are leading others astray. Mm-hmm. And I want to do everything in my power to to show a straight stick. Show up the crooked stick by putting a straight stick next to it. What's the straight stick? The Word of God. Mm -hmm. The unchanging, eternal, perfect Word of God.
0: Totally. Yeah. In terms of it being a moral issue, I feel like one one of the moral components is just the question of submission to God's truth. So Mm -hmm. maybe someone said, well, that's not a question of morality. I'm not trying to go and live some big immoral life. Mm -hmm. But in the case of like a Peter ends, I feel like the moral issue is I need my mind to rule over the truth of God's word. And right. I'm not willing to put myself under that authority.
1: Right, like Peter Ends, And I'm sorry, I don't usually name a lot of names, but Peter Ends, I've never met you. And I'm sure you're a wonderful human being. And yeah. seriously, and I know you've written some really good stuff that I used to agree with. I mean, excuse me, there's stuff you've written that you don't agree with anymore. But I, Peter Ends, if you're listening right now, I would love to talk with you. I'm just this unknown pastor on the, the, uh, the West Coast of California, <laughs> right? Uh, but here's the deal. You wrote stuff in the early nineties and earlier that I have and I believe, and you don't believe any longer and you're being very deceptive and you need to turn from your sins and repent of this. And a lot of the books you're putting out right now, I'm speaking right to Peter Ends right now and someone might think I'm crazy, but seriously, if you're listening to it, please, please stop leading people astray. You are not the person that God has appointed to point out that Christianity has been wrong all along. Hmm. And this is the deception that they're saying that this is, they're recasting a new version of the doctrine of God, of the doctrine of scripture. And I'm saying, let's go back to the old path, just like Isaiah said. Mm-hmm. No, let's go to the old path. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the same well-worn path of scriptural fidelity and faithfulness mm-hmm. and solid hermeneutics. And by the way, and and Peter ends. if I knew you, I'd probably say, I really like that guy but we would disagree very, very strongly because you are saying that the Bible is not trustworthy. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're writing books about the Bible. Listeners, I'm just saying this crushes my heart, but guess what? God is sovereign. And Peter Enns is going to tell you that the sovereignty of God is, is a harmful thing the way, you know, in the hands of, of sinful man, we make a lot of things harmful, but the sovereignty of God is a beautiful thing in mm-hmm. scripture. And God is sovereign. He knows, and those who truly belong to him, will go with the word rightly handled. 2 Timothy 2.15, prove yourself to be a workman that does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Present yourself approved unto God, Hmm. a workman that does not need to be ashamed, rightly divide the word of truth. Cut it straight.
0: Amen. Um, Mike we have lots more to talk about in the coming weeks about this and listeners you'll hear a lot more uh, is there anything else that you want to leave us with today as we bring this to a close
1: yes I realize I kind of went hard there on Peter Ends and Peter if you're still listening I, uh, I'd i love to talk with you you might not want to talk with me I, I this comes from a place of seeing a lot of people hurt by these these oppressive and destructive heresies and Progressive, I'm going to go back to my opening line, progressive is oppressive Hmm. because it it basically confuses people and leads people to despair. And God is not a God of despair. God is not a God of confusion. Christianity Hmm. is is built on Christ crucified, risen, and coming again. Don't submerge the church with lies that are heavy upon people's souls. Point them to the truth, which which leads you in God's way. Mm -hmm. So progressive is oppressive, and the Bible is true, and God is good.
0: Amen. Amen and amen. Well, listeners, we love you. We're thankful for you. We're excited to continue talking about this in the coming weeks, and until next time, have a great week. God bless you.